<laughs> it's always a little. <laughs> I get so excited every time. Like, yeah, I did it. I did it again. So, hello and welcome to Friday Night Feels. I'm so excited. Um, tonight, we're doing Men's Night In with two special guys who I'm so honored and thankful that you can join us again. So, we have Mr. Blaze representing the South. Hi, everybody. <laughs> or, should I say, or should I say howdy, y'all? No, that's, that's what's up, everybody? There, there we go. <laughs> you can throw in y'all because I'm trying to be more like gender neutral, and y'all is okay. like the best. Yeah, best. yeah. y'all works. Yeah, y'all works. Ryan is representing the state of Pennsylvania. That's right. Hello, everybody. Hey, hey. And you know me, Patrick Minette, licensed mental health counselor, representing New York tonight. Woo! Woo so, so exciting. So just a few things, a couple things before we get rocking and rolling. <clears throat> um, for those of you who are in the area, I'm very excited because in January, as you know, the last couple of years, I've been doing the Beat the Winter Blue Wellness Fair to help combat the winter depression and anxiety especially over the holidays and this year we are holding it at the end of january and we are going virtual so people will be able to connect and it'll open the doors for vendors and craft people all over the country or even internationally so i'm very excited for that um, so stay tuned for those announcements and also for anyone who might be interested i am offering at the end of the month a new section of the Hold Me Tight Couples Workshop, which is an eight-week course. And no matter how long you've been together, if you're having issues or not, it's a great opportunity to focus on your relationship, especially during these stressful times, and just take some quality time. So if you're interested, please just contact me. You can go to my website, patrickminute.com, and all of the information is there, and I'd love to have you join us. So, And tonight, I'm so excited for Friday Night Feels and Men's Night In. How are you guys doing? I feel like it, it's been like two or three months, hasn't it? Ha yeah. Yep. Yeah. It has been, right? Yeah. How are That's you holding gonna... up in your ends of the world? Go ahead, boys. Um, things are pretty good. Um, really interesting. Um, kind of got some exciting news. Okay. Uh, exciting, yet very scary at the same time. So, uh, and this is kind of going to be a blast to a whole lot of people. I put in my letter of resignation. Uh, for the fire department and started in 2021 i'm going to be doing therapy full-time oh my god oh. congratulations Wait. yeah thank you thank you Congrats, yeah. thank you i am scared wow. out of my mind but i'm excited too so what you don't mind me asking like what's the scariest part for you so leaving somewhere where I have a salary and benefits and I know what I'm getting every two weeks and getting paid to contract. So being the type that has to, you know, take care of my own taxes and get my own insurance and try to find benefits. There's no more sick days, none of that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so, and then it's just like, shit, I'm going to be doing therapy full time. <laughs> you know, just doing this part-time. It's like, okay, this is great. I can handle part-time. And now it's like, well, shit, this is going to be my career. Yeah. So, and it's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm so used to being like a planner and doing everything and not taking leaps of faith. And I have to be, everything has to be lined up. Right. And now, now I'm taking a huge leap of faith, which is way out of my character. Oh my God. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank That's you. awesome. Thank you. Like I said, scared, but I'm excited too. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I think Brian and I can probably relate to that. I mean, yeah. mm -hmm. you and Ryan are both dads, so that might be a different stress, but I, yeah. I'll definitely support you in any way I can and uh, anything I can do to help. Like, I, it was scary and terrifying. I think I did it really similar to you, Blaze, where I did it in baby steps. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know, I admire, but it also terrifies me when someone says, oh, I'm just doing it full time from scratch. I, I don't know how they did that, but um, yeah. it's definitely, it's a whole experience, but it, it's amazing and it opens up all these amazing doors. So I'm really excited for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Ryan, what was your experience like when you, how long have you been in private practice? Uh, about a year and a, just over a year and a half now. Okay. I, um, I bought an existing practice and uh, so I kind of had the name recognition, mm -hmm. but once it once I took over, 
I was kind of building my entire caseload myself. I was fortunate the job I was doing was working in a school system. So I had all summer to collect my paycheck yep. and, and build the, the practice. But one school, right before school started, I put my resignation in and, and just jumped in from like, I think it was September. Yeah, September of last year, it was just full-time doing that. But I was almost full by that point, but still, it was still scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. I'm so happy I did it. But, you know, I do miss the sick days and personal days and yeah. vacation days. Uh, that's not fun. But, you know, being your own boss is kind of, I want lot. Well, I'm kind of my own boss. Uh, you know, I have the boss who's not home right now. But right. Uh, when she approves my vacation days, uh, you know, I take the day off. But, you know. You're talking about Ryan, you in charge right now, son. <laughs> <laughs> She's not home, so I am in charge. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> you can Shoot. say whatever you want. That's yeah. all right. I'll she back can't, you up. That's right. She can't say anything until she comes home. She can't exactly. do anything to me till Monday. Well, so I'm good. Unless all of a sudden we start getting some interesting chat activity. Yeah. Now I'll be like, you <laughs> know what? I him. have nothing to do with it. It was all <laughs> it wasn't him. Me. It wasn't it me. It was all him. You know, I don't know. I told him not to say it. <laughs> we don't know what he was doing. The spirit took over. It the spirit did. took over. <laughs> Brian, how's everything in your life been? Uh, things are going pretty good overall. Um, you know, the business is still going pretty good. I'm staying pretty busy. Uh, kids are all home right now. Uh, at least until the last I heard was, uh, December 1st, they might be going back to like physical school. So that's been a little more stressful, just trying to manage, you know, a seventh grader, a second grader and a kindergarten uh, in school. Again, that's more on my wife who I feel bad that I can't do a whole lot to help during the week. Uh, Fridays is my day to come in and kind of help out on uh, on schoolwork, but yeah, it's it, it's stressful. But they're they're doing the best they can, and she's doing a great job with it. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, uh, right. up here, uh, I don't know how it is in in your area, Blaze, but we're getting a, a an up it up in the cases of of the virus mm. more in the university. So I don't know exactly what's going on. People just aren't. I, I don't know what the, you just see. Like every day, the cases are going and. You know, I've seen, I have some friends who teach at the local university and they've already decided just to stop the in-person and they're going all online. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's really stressful. Um, I think, you know, it's just a whole new world. And I think people are also worried about like the holidays, like especially because, you know, you do so many family activities. So it's like you go from one holiday to the next. And I think people are just a little worried of how that's gonna gonna go yeah they're talking about our governor our governor's been pretty he's been pretty strict with how you know his rules with everything i think he's saying you know i think we're going back to uh 10 people um went for 25 to 10 people um at your home or or what gatherings um inside now so you know he's i think he's been doing a decent job of being Mm -hmm. trying to keep everybody you know safe and whatnot but a lot of people are Let's face, let's face it, everybody's tired of being stuck inside. Everybody's tired of being not being able to go out and do the things that they want to do this stuff. And so, but you know, I think I'm going I'm going to still do telehealth. I haven't met any of my clients yet, and I've been practicing since May in person. So everything's been telehealth. I'm going to wear my mask when I go places. I'm going to try to limit the places that I go. And you know, I got kids to think about, and I'm sure Ryan, you get there too. So, you know, you know, it is what it is. I'd rather be safe than sorry. Yeah. I understand that. That's hard. I have a, the majority of my people, I think I've met in person at least once, but I've talked to a couple of them because my, my office space, which I love, but it's awful for ventilation. And it's just, it's not good. You know, it just, I don't need to risk it, but I talked to a couple of people who have never met me in person. I'm like, maybe we could just do like an accidental, like run in into the office. Like, Oh, you're in the waiting room. So am I, you know, just, that human connection, but I think people, you know, similar, they want to be healthy for me, which I really appreciate <laughs> that they care about my well being and also for my family and for them for theirs. So, All right. Yeah. So it, it, I'm, I'm very thankful for that. So, you guys ready to pick up? Oh, we're going to play another round of therapeutic Jenga, men's okay. style. You guys ready? Okay. Oh. Yeah, All right. And so anyone who's watching can jump in as well. <laughs> so if you remember, and the questions may have changed, they might be the same. You might get different ones. You never know on a wild night, Friday Night Feels. So <laughs> you can choose between 
pick a number between one and 49. And then I think what we did is we all just answered the questions. Mm-hmm. So who would like to go first tonight? Rock, paper, paper scissors, scissors two. That's me. That's okay. you. <laughs> all right, pick a number one through 49. 21. Okay. What does conflict mean to you as a man? Uh-oh. This new router's not working. Conflict to me is... Uh, so yes, I think it's... um For me, it's, it's it could be uh, multiple, multiple definitions, depending on who you're dealing with. Um, so if you have a partner, you know, get into an argument with your with your partner about, you know, doing the dishes or cutting the grass or, you know, they don't like the way that you did a certain thing. And, you know, they may talk down to you or you buck up and yell at them or fuss at them and all that stuff. So you had to deal with that. But then on the other side is that whole respect thing, you know, dealing with coming into contact with another male. And, you know, a lot of dudes are try to punk you because, oh, I'm bigger than you. I'm mm-hmm. taller than you. I've done this. I've done that. And what are you going to do? And and that's the thing. So, you know, the way I was brought up is you don't let nobody else punk you. You don't do anything. You know, somebody steps up to you, you knock their ass out. Um, and that's that's pretty much how it came down to. So mm-hmm. it's, it's no turning the other cheeks. Um, it is, you're here, let's do it. Mm-hmm. So, but now it's just like, now it's like, now I feel like it's like, I have to, I have to battle that person to keep him from coming out especially the way things, the way the world is now, I have to be way more mindful because yeah. you don't know what people got in their pocket yeah. right. or, or right. in their truck or in their car. And there's a lot of people, a lot of people are bitches now. And so they all want to throw hands. They want to go straight to the, what you call it. And that's, and that's what it is. So a lot of people are scared of an ass with mm. <laughs> Ryan, how about you, sir? I like that. That's a good one. I like that. I can't follow that up. <laughs> Um, I, I mean, I, I do agree with a lot we said with conflict. I mean, you know, a lot of the, the disagreement, but I think the other flip side that I think all three of us probably went through is that internal conflict, that disagreement, that that struggle to accept who you are or that struggle to, um, I think the biggest is just being yourself. You know, there's that, always that internal conflict of, of, of who I am. And I do think it's, I want to say it's harder for men than women, but I think men have their own unique um, internal battles mainly because of kind of last time that they made those characteristics or those interests or those and accept me but you know, a man man you know what I mean um, mm-hmm. So that, you know, just kind of to get away, if he was talking more about that external conflict, uh, you know, mm-hmm. looking at the internal side, that's what I think of a lot, it's, you know, especially for men having that, which I think, again, for everybody, because we're all, I think everyone's struggling with who am I, uh, just because there's so much society, society influence and what they say is right and wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's really true. You know, when I look at that, when I was growing up, like I, with conflict, I knew I wasn't strong enough for the physical thing. Like I just didn't learn how to do that. So it was more of, I learned how to shut down and then I learned how to be passive aggressive. And then I learned how to be sarcastic. And that was definitely my weapon of choice and learning. That's been one of the hardest things for me is learning how not to be passive aggressive because I didn't even know I was doing it. And it, it was mm-hmm. so acceptable. And, you know, you just say this or, or you talk about this or, you know, that bitching behind someone's back instead of just saying, oh, you know, not only being able to address it with the person, but also know, hey, they might have an opinion. And I have to learn how to listen to that opinion and see how do we work this out? Because that passive aggressive energy is just like, I'm just going to drop this nasty bomb and then you deal with it and I'm going to pretend it's not happening. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just, I, I find in learning how to say, and it, it's, it's, it's a hard skill to deal with conflict. And I don't think mm-hmm. most of us really ever learn, hey, 
what's going on? What's happening? Why do we have such different views? Like, or, you know, talk about like friendships or, you know, romantic relationships of how did we get so off course when normally we're pretty connected? Right. Yeah. And I just want to let you guys know, Dr. Jamie Marriage popped in and said to say hello to everyone. Hi, Dr. Jamie. Hi. So we're so glad you're here. And, you know, hopefully, I know she had a busy day of training, so hopefully she can relax and join us if she has any questions or wants to join in the game. So we're so glad you said hi. And once again, thank you to everyone that's joining us and will be watching us later. So Ryan, you are up. What number would you like? 33. 33. Hmm. All right. Are you close to your family? Yeah, I would say overall I am. You know, I mean, not just counting my, you know, my, my wife and three kids. You know, I have a pretty good relationship with my mom, my dad, my brother. Um, you know, my, my extended family was never super, super close. But, you know, like some cousins and stuff. Like once you kind of get away from cousins, but just growing up, that was never a major importance for us. Like, you know, it was just as, as like my great grandmother died, it, those kind of those things fell off. But I mean, I talked to my mom daily. I talked to my dad a couple times a week. My grandma, um, which is my paternal grandma, is like, you know, my life. I call her all the time and check in mm -hmm. on her. Mm -hmm. um, so I'd say overall, I, I think we're all, you know, I, I have a good relationship with everybody. Good. Awesome. What about you, Mr. Blaze? Yes, I am very close to my family. Uh, we we are four generations deep right now. Oh wow! So yeah, so we got a lot, and a lot of my cousins, all of my cousins, we grew up together. So you know, mm -hmm. you know, we we still we have that very very tight bond. Now we don't talk as much as we usually do, but when we do, it's like we pick up right where we left off. At. Actually, before I got on, I talked to one of my cousins, who's like a brother to me. Um, you know, we talked for a good 20 minutes. I talked to my brother last night. I talked to my mom uh, every week. I talked to my grandma every week. And I'm usually the person that usually reaches out to all my other cousins and stuff when we haven't talked to each other in a while. And then, you know, some weekends, you know, I have an aunt who has a food truck and she cooks at a food truck. I always go out there to support her. And if they're doing like, you know, cookout or something like that, I'll go over there and do that and hang out with them. And you know, just kicking with, just kicking with my family. When we get together, we have a really good time. Oh, like that's a awesome. really good time. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I I would say like it depends on the day with my family. It's all very yeah. different depending where we're all out. Like I I don't know. I just think we all um, we all just get so caught up in our world. But I know that if there's ever an emergency or something, even to celebrate, like there's no hesitation. Like everyone will be there. Um, right. I think as you get older, you, you see, and especially being like in the mental health field, you see like dysfunction and, and healthy things. So you learn how to kind of try to make sure those relationships can be healthy in the communication. Um, I know that in the last, in the last few years, like if there's ever been an emergency, it's kind of like, even if there's beef between people or, you know, just yeah petty stuff, it's like, that doesn't even matter. It's like, what do we need to do? You know, people show up. Yeah. And I think for me, you know, it's okay. If I, um, I think the pandemic has affected us all differently. Um, you know, I've, it, it just, I think people just handle it differently at different stress. And, you know, I know like from my parents, one of the things that I just worried about is, you know, <laughs> I joke to my family, like I'm the youngest of my family. It's like, I don't want to be the one <laughs> to get blamed for getting mom and dad sick. So <laughs> I get to get them that you know, like right. the youngest mm -hmm. is gonna get blamed. <laughs> like, look what yeah. you did. Right. So you know, just that stress of you know wanting to see family, but also, you know, I I just want to make sure that everyone's healthy. So it's been it kind of like that for me. Oh yeah, it's crazy how that works, though, right? You know, the the sometimes and stuff. You know, I have family members who are like. Like I have aunts and uncles who don't really hang, don't talk to each other. They're brothers and sisters that don't talk to each other as much as they, as much as they used to, as much as they did. And then it's like several of us who kind of like part ways. And you know, the pandemic, yeah, God us, but at the same time, we all grow up and we all grow different ways, and we have our own families and all that stuff that comes out. And I think I have cousins who I've never met, and I have cousins who I don't know who their children are. You know, so and it's that's one of the things I hate. But you know, but. If, if something happens, like you said, if something happens, we're going to be there and figure out what's going on, try to make it work. So, yeah, it's hard sometimes. It is. 
because I mean I know I get caught up in my own world and then all of a sudden like my cousins have kids and it's like wait a minute were we just like teenagers like mm-hmm. how do you have a teenager or like mm-hmm. why is your child taller than you like you know like before <laughs> this would have like in, before COVID you know you would run into the into someone in the store like wow you have a teenager <laughs> and I'm younger I'm the youngest cousin so it's like don't you feel old like I mean. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I hear that one. Yeah. And then yeah. my siblings, I would do the same thing of just like, you know, if they joke around, it's like, listen, you can say whatever you want. I will always be younger than you. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. I, I don't have it. much, but <laughs> and, I liked it. But you know, I got that going for me at least. <laughs> All right. What number are we going with, Mr. Blaze? Seventeen. Okay. What is one of the most romantic things that you've ever done? God. Ugh. Friday Night Feels, we've got to bring it real. Wow, that's a a tough one. Ryan, I I think I just heard your wife check in, Ryan, be like, no. (laughs) Right? Right. He ain't (laughs) ain't even do that. He doesn't uh, even put the seat down. What kind of monster? Yeah, right. He's, he's an animal. He's an animal. Um, <laughs> um, it's it's tough. I was not the. I was not very romantic when I was married because okay. I never really knew how to be. I was never really shown. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was a lot of there was a lot of things I wasn't shown. Um to do um, when it came down to that when I was married. You know, I guess one of the things, I guess it was my proposal was probably the most romantic thing I've ever done. Um, and, you know, we went out to this place, uh, this place downtown Raleigh uh, called Irregardless Cafe. And very nice, everything local, local and everything. And I went to the waitress. I said, I got to go to the bathroom. I went to the waitress and I said, hey, I'm going to propose to my girlfriend tonight. Can you please bring this out for dessert? She was like, okay, okay. I was like, all right. And so we went through, we went through dinner and all this stuff. And I'm sitting here, you know, we going through the motions and stuff. I'm making like it ain't no big deal and all this stuff. And um, I say, you want to get some dessert? She's like, yeah. She brings the dessert and on the thing it says, it's spread out and like it's written out in chocolate. Will you marry me with a ring on the front? And she like broke down right there and said, <laughs> so awesome. you know that was the most you know that was probably the most romantic thing i've ever done but the jacked up part is i didn't know that i was supposed to ask her dad for permission um, so i didn't know that was a thing and our parents didn't really like that very much and it's yeah. like i really i wasn't aware of that tradition because not many men in my family got married right and so um you know that it, it, I think they felt some kind of way about it and I understand it now. Um, but I mean, if I could go back and do it, if I could go back and do it differently, I'd definitely do it differently um, because I'm, I'm aware now. But back then, it's just like, I, I just never knew. I had I had no idea that that was the truth, that that was a tradition. It's mm-hmm. interesting. Ryan, how about you? Trying to think here. I think one of the most <clears throat> romantic things I did. It's been a while, you know. With three kids, it makes it a little harder. But this was. You know, Listen, I got from... spaces and hold me tight. If you guys need some assistance. <laughs> so this would have been back. Uh, this is when we only had one. Um, <laughs> she was at, you know, I think her, I think my daughter was at like her her grandma's house and or her mom, yeah, her grandma's house. And uh, my wife was at work and she was having a stressful day, so I. Sp- kind of timed it and this is the only time i've ever been like perfect with timing with dinner i'm horrible at cooking dinner on time and and i had it perfect where i had all the food set up and like everything was hot like right as she got off of work and pulled into the apartment complex and you know so and i had this elaborate big like three you know big dinner planned out and i had candles and i had wine glasses out and uh yeah it was pretty cool i was very impressed impressed. yeah i was pretty excited with myself about that one How, Uh, how did dinner turn out um, if I could remember, it was good. Was it? I mean, I, if I my go to is like a steak because I can make okay. steak good. Right. Um, but anything else, I have to follow a recipe like to the T because that's not I'm not real good at cooking. But uh, it's okay. 
but yeah, the state no judgment was, here. She ate it. She liked it. You know, she was very shocked and surprised that uh, <laughs> that you know I did all that and it like it, she came in with the candle lights. The lights were down. Well, some were off. We didn't have dimmers. You know, we were in an apartment. It wasn't fancy, so I had to, <laughs> you know some lights off, some on to create that dim effect. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is that like? And then like five years later, she's like, you know, I was a vegetarian, right? <laughs> but that was the best. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the Makes best so steak I ever forced myself to eat. <laughs> I think that's a good question. Romance is hard, like, because you can either you can bring it really to a spectrum. Oh shit, I keep freezing up. Can you guys hear me okay? Am I alright? Am I live? yeah okay sorry my i don't know it goes to these loops there he is hey there you go hey i just got so overwhelmed i'm a romantic guy (laughs) (laughs) i just like verklempt i don't (laughs) see there would be there is one that i think was really i had fun doing where i was in a serious long distance relationship and we had gotten together and so, you know, you have memories where you go different places. Mm. So I had gotten like a, you know, you, you have like symbols or animals or whatever. So I got like a stuffed animal. And then I went around to the places we had been and I took pictures. And then, wait for it. It was actually really fun. Then I found this company where you upload the pictures and you can make a hardcover book. Yeah. So it was just, so, and when you make the book... And it'd be really cool. This is fun for like romance or kids or anything. Mm-hmm. But then you can make a story out of it. Oh. So then cool. they send it and it's a hard covered book, just like you would buy in a bookstore, but it was our you know, the animal and then like all the special places that we had gone. And so then I sent it in a care package. Oh man, I just need to I'm done. Yeah, man. That's I'm, like I'm, man, I'm, can't I'm, yeah. with it. I know I'm glad he went last. I wouldn't have said right? that. Right? Yeah, it's like I'm, I'm, I'm taking those like stuffed animals. <laughs> take pictures at all the places that you went. Yeah, you know, like, I go to the extreme book. though. Like sometimes it's like, hey, let's just tone this down. Let's tone it down. <laughs> right. I watch like an eight. We need like a five, right? Yeah, like it's it's right. okay. You know, like I don't even know what character on TV I'd be like. I'd be like with the big stuffed animal coming in. It's like it's date <laughs> one. Can you just? Like, hey. <laughs> Uh, I was this close to saying it when you said what's something romantic that you did. I was just like the dishes. <laughs> you know, somewhere someone would be like, "Yes, that's all I want." That's it's like all the, I want. I saw. Um, you know, it, it amazes me. You know, it's funny things. You know, like on um, TikTok and, and Instagram. You know, all the random videos that people put up. And I was just watching one where this woman was recording her husband and doing all the stereotypical things that husbands do. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, <laughs> I'm about to go into a men's night. Let's see how this <laughs> shit <laughs> reels up. And I'm like, oh shit, right. he is doing all the stereotypical stuff. <laughs> like the toilet seat, <laughs> stepping over clothes. I'm like, well, you know, but then yeah. going back to conflict, yeah. that's when you communicate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna do a little yeah. therapeutic intervention there. That's when you communicate. Yep. You express your needs, and when you don't, then you call one of us, and we'll help you. Exactly. I mean, you got three I states agree. represented on here. Like that's pretty mm-hmm. powerful. Yes, sir. Um, our friend Paula is saying dishes. Yes. <laughs> 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 you know what's funny like you know talking about that one of the things that i grew up i don't know my mom i think did this but usually we installed this rule as we got older like whoever made dinner didn't have to clean the dishes and then the rest of us would, and i don't know we I, as i got into the relationships it, it worked really well like yeah blaze well i'll we'll talk i'll get you there but <laughs> <laughs> all right look you know, I- I don't have that issue anymore because well, you know you single will, dad. Though, I have a feeling. I have a feeling. You have a little. You have a mini matchmaker for what I'm seeing. <laughs> I don't even take girl. <laughs> well, both of them. 
Both of them. They love you so. They want you to be happy. Yeah, I do. But I'm saying. What's that music? Matchmaker, matchmaker. That's like, yeah, not, no, let's not do that. We're good. <laughs> oh my God. I would totally, I was saying this to someone. I go, if I could have another career, I go, I would totally be a matchmaker because I would yeah. love it. I would be like the one that like yells at me. It was like, what are you doing? You're not following my rules. You're out. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't trust people to match me up. Every time, just look, this, because this is how they do it. This I have this perfect person. Okay. What's she like? Oh, she's really nice. Wise. Really, bro? Really nice? <laughs> That's, That's like it. what someone oh, said. Oh, they have a nice personality. It's like, what the F does that mean? Like, yeah, yeah, what does that even mean? Yeah. <sighs> like, that's no, like, I'll do it myself. Just, it's like, oh, you're so nice. Like, when I'm like, that's bullshit. Like, I don't want to be nice. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's like yeah. going shopping for meat and saying, oh, it's not too brown or bruised. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's so and, fresh. And, yeah. And then not just that. It's just like, oh, well, you know, I don't want to. You're such a good friend. I'm like, I want to be your friend then. How about that? <laughs> How about that for a thousand? <laughs> I want fresh raw meat. I want to be the flaming <laughs> y'all in this person's life. It's not too much to ask. Like, I don't want to right. be the, like, Friday night special. Like, exactly. 90% off. I want, like, Monday Madness. Damn right. A, a, I want to sustain. You know? <laughs> Sons of bitches. Sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, and also, I love it, or, you know, when people try to fix you up and they'll, they'll describe the person or whatever, and it's like, who you've known me for 20 years in what world would I ever like nothing like I don't know like completely different everything it's like have we have you ever met yes <laughs> yeah sweet Jesus is that you yeah. maybe you know. <laughs> I got a I got a homegirl now who just used to say and then she had a homegirl who tried to hook me up she was like um I don't know if she know the type of person that you're going for, I hope she ain't trying to get you this type of girl. I said, I hope not either, because her feelings gonna get hurt. Oh my! Okay. So, <laughs> well, I'm just gonna say, I popped, o- I popped over the chat, and I hear a- a- Blaze got no game. So I just, oh. you know, is that from Paula? Wait, yeah, wait, oh, wait, I don't even. So he's he's too picky. And he got no game. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even I don't even gotta look and see who it is because I know who it's from. <laughs> pa- Paula That's don't know everything about me. I got you know what? I'm gonna I'm keep it. I'm gonna keep it clean. I'm gonna keep it clean because it's you, Patrick, and it's Ryan, and I don't want y'all to think ill of me when I say what I was about to say. So go to the next question. Okay, wow. Some of this. Well, that's going to be Friday night <laughs> Friday night unfiltered <laughs> when all the kids are in bed. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Blaze, you are up. What number would you like? Wait, is it? Um, yeah, right? No, is it? Uh, this is Ryan. Like I, said, I, I, I did. Sorry. Yeah, it's Ryan. Um, let's go uh, 49. Let's go to the end. All right. What is one thing that you hope for in your future? Ooh. Oh, what is one thing I hope for? Uh, try not to be like too super cliche here, but uh, you know, I, to be honest, it's like I just I just want my kids to continue to 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 do good in school, to continue to grow. It's one of those things like it's such a catch twenty two. Like I have hobbies that I do that they're they're not like some of them are too young or some of them don't like it. That you know, I want them to get older and continue to grow. I, it has been a blessing to see them all kind of change through the years mm-hmm. you know um i just want to continue to be able to see that like i just that's like my favorite thing in the world to see you know kind of looking back at memories that's the one thing i love about facebook memories is they'll show the oh this was five years ago or this was seven years ago and and, and just kind of seeing you know what different person they are now than they were then um it, it is really cool that's awesome that's really beautiful ask it again i gotta be sure i get it right What's one thing that you wish for for the future? I want to say the same. Um, you know, my honestly, I want to see my kids grow up because it was a it was a point in my life where that it was a good possibility that I wouldn't. 
And that's the thing. I want to see them um, grow up. I want to see them. I want to be able to walk Gracie down the aisle. You know, I want to be there for Gabe's wedding. I want to see grandkids and all that stuff. That's that's what I want to see. I want to see that they grow up to be awesome kids despite their mom and I not being together. I want them to be, you know, good humans in this world and to spread love and kindness and just to be good Um, all over the place. and that's what we're trying to do for them. And I want to, I want to be around to see all that happen. I want to see them be great. So, yeah, yeah, that's 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 my word. That's really cool. I love that. So, uh, yeah, that's what I want to see for the future. That's yeah. awesome. I love, yeah, that's my that's my world, man. See, I don't have kids, so I, mean, I can't be that sentimental. See, you guys are saying you're not romantic. That's totally romantic. That's totally loving. <laughs> See, it's in there. We just got to like filter it out yeah. a little more. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, because I, I don't have kids. It's easy, it's easy when it's going towards kids. Mm -hmm. But, but you just redirect the energy, man. It's the same thing. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah, you're right. I'm going to go with it. I know. I'm gonna, go, with right. go with that. Go with that, Go with that. I'm sensing if we go into EMDR lingo, I'm sensing some blocking beliefs here coming up. So we'll work. Just go with that. I need to get a background that says go with that. I'm going to have to create one. Um, so I, I am a fur parent, so I have Sally, so I wish you well. But if I were to do a little more universal wish for the future, I would say I really want to be able to have more of a platform to be able to help people in need, to really support people who need, to work for social justice, to fight the injustices, to have people who don't have a voice to help them find it and so that everyone can feel safe and have the opportunities that, that I think everyone should have. I love that. That's really awesome. Yeah. It's yeah, it's it's hard when, you know, that's one of the things too, I think, with being guys is, you know, you, you don't ever get asked those questions of just like, what do you you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. you have to almost like hide it in a way, like under that man box or that man armor sometimes of yeah. it's like we might fight for things, we might fight for love, we might be looking for romance, we might express it differently, but it doesn't mean it's it's not there just because I don't express it the way you do. Right. Yeah. And I, I see that a lot, especially, you know, when we're talking like couples issues, it's like, well, he or she, does, he, let's talk about like towards guys, like he doesn't do this or he doesn't emotions or whatever. It's like, he has all the emotions that you do. Right. He, mm -hmm. he, he, he just hasn't been brought up in a world where he's fostered most cases to use them. Yeah. We're allowed to acknowledge them or admit yeah. them. Exactly. Right. Exactly. All right, so who's up for a question? I think it's my turn. Mr. Blaze. Okay. What number would you uh, like to 29. answer? 29. 29. Okay. If you don't heal the past, can you have a healthy future? Damn it. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. And you can't do future template. <laughs> no. No, you can't. And, and, and that's the thing. So I think so many people... So many people is like, man, you know, we stuff and stuff and stuff, and I don't, I ain't got to deal with that no more. I, it don't even bother me no more. Mm -hmm. Bullshit. Um, you know, I have a very good friend of mine who says everything is trauma. And if you don't resolve that stuff, especially stuff that happened to you in the past, how do you expect to be able to move through it? Because regardless of how much you think you've dealt with it, if you haven't addressed it, you haven't processed it, it's still going to affect how you do relationships, how you talk to people, how you, you know, do your job, how you, you know, relax. Can you relax? Can you, you know, step one. If you can't do any of those things, it's probably because something that happened to you in the past, you've been taught a certain way. It's 
believe in all of those things. Mm-hmm. So, no, if you don't resolve the past, you cannot move forward. I like that answer. A whole lot. Not a whole lot to add to that. That was a great, a great summary. Yeah, I mean, without it, <clears throat> one way or another, it's not. I mean, I all it was that time heals all wounds, and I, I'm not a big advocate mm-hmm. of that. I don't necessarily, I don't agree with that at all. Um, you know, time covers. There he is. Nice. Hey, sorry, I don't know what's going on here. That's okay. Sorry, like, we kept it real. going. Yeah, I think, I think it got too real. I know it got too got too too just, real. Got too real for me. Real. I just needed a minute. Just like. <laughs> Like, dang, he got overwhelmed, got overwhelmed earlier. Now it's just like, this is like, this is too real. I can't, you know what? Something from my past is keeping me from being in this podcast today. So I got, let me black out or let, let Blaze and Ryan run this show. So, you know, it's, it, they're hitting on some well, really tough stuff. I knew I could trust you guys. I knew I could trust you to protect Friday Night Feels. Yeah, no doubt. I agree. But yeah, no, I mean, not a whole lot to add to that. I mean, yeah. I, I, agree with everything blaze said everything they a lot of people try to put a band-aid on something that needs stitches yeah. when it comes to that past you know you know the band-aid is not going to heal it it's not going to heal it all it's not going to be able to heal completely you know um, it's still going to be that open wound but you stick you stitch that thing up it's going to be as close to it's going to be as close to heal as possible you're going to have a you're going to have a cool scar to go along with it but you've actually done some work to actually fix that that yeah. that past pain that past hurt that past trauma you know and you can so, learn from it where like with the open wound like you don't want to touch it or go near it so you how yep. can you really learn from it mm-hmm. but with that scar i can yeah. see it i can remind it but it doesn't it yeah. doesn't I, oh I'm, I'm good with it doesn't yeah. bother me yeah can, it's part of my story move forward and learn there's yeah. a really cool and, and article i don't want to go there again yeah yeah there's a really cool article i read once where i was talking about the dangers of fake positivity and spiritual mm-hmm. bypassing which is just it, it just was amazing like I've been in circles before, you know, like where people are talking about healing and spirituality and all that, but it was all, there was so, there was never anyone who said, Hey, it's okay to be angry. Hey, it's okay to be depressed. Hey, it's okay to be anxious. It, there was always the shame mm-hmm. and something's wrong with you if you're not happy 24 seven. And when you yeah. finally break out of that of saying, Hey, it's okay that I'm having a rough time. It's okay that I'm sad. All of a sudden, like you feel alive again. And it's all that yeah. because our feelings matter. Right. Ryan, you have they a do. rogue agent tonight. I know. Yes, I do. Yes, I, I do. love it. <laughs> I love it. I was expecting the cat. Oh, they're both in here oh, okay. all over the place. <laughs> Every time I look down, it's one of them like attacking my foot. The kitten's in here, <laughs> so that's that's part of it. Oh, my, okay. my wild dog's like snored away. I took her for a long walk today, so she's just like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> upstairs is the cat's territory until bedtime. There you go. All right, so Ryan, you are up, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Okay, one number. Uh, like? Let's go to the other end of the spectrum. Let's go to number one. Okay. Good number. What, it, <laughs> what is your favorite animal and why? Oh man, my favorite animal. I gotta think of why. Like I know what it is. It's a tiger. It's a tiger. I love tigers. Um, I don't really have like a super deep meaning. Like I just the look of them. They're huge. They're powerful. But like they're just I don't know something about them that they just I never would. But I just want to go up and like hug it. You know what I mean? I wouldn't. But you know I'm probably the size of most of its meals because I'm short. But. Uh, <laughs> I just something about them, you know, and I think, and this is weird. This is a weird story, but I think you guys, I don't know if both of you can relate to this or not. Um, I know you guys age wise, I don't know exactly. I can't remember exactly where y'all are at, but when I was younger, beanie babies were like a freaking like craze. You know what I mean? And uh, do you guys remember beanie babies? I do. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got nothing. I was like, oh, the only one I remember. So growing up, there was, uh, and my mom was a huge collector of them. And there was two, it was a regular tiger and a white tiger. They were like super hard to find. And finally my dad, who they were mine. So like, I think that was kind of part of it because they were given to me from my dad. And uh, not that he never gave me anything, but I don't know. It was just something about that that I was like, oh, I love this. Um, And ever since I've just, 
love tigers mm. and i the tiger and rocky i mean you can't go wrong <laughs> i mean you can't go wrong with that wait how oh say i just like this is an awesome song and no idea what it means. yeah, yeah. <laughs> how far are you like are you far from philly <laughs> I'm. I think I'm frozen again. No, you're good. Oh, okay. Ryan, how are you? And you're moving. How are you far good? are you we from hear you? Philly? Yeah. About five, six hours. I'm on the complete other end of the state. So Philly's okay. on the one end. I'm by Pittsburgh. Well, because I went to Philly once, which I loved. I fell in love with it. It was such a beautiful thing. But then it's like you have the moments. You know, they have the. Um, the Philly cheesesteak places. So they have Pat's and, oh, I can't remember, Gino's, I think, right? I don't know. Oh, but um, I'm, I'm like, they're competitors. But, of course, I went to Pat's, like, namesake. And right there, they have on the ground walk where it's like, this is where Rocky was filmed. I'm like, <laughs> Then you, yeah, like, start I, singing the song. I've wanted to go just to do the run up the stairs. Like, just to do all of that. I never have. And I'm like, God, I don't want to look like that guy, but I don't really <laughs> care. I will. Like, I could care less. I'll do but... it. I would too. Yeah. Go up there, and, and then my kids would be rolling their eyes and be like, "Dad, you're embarrassing me." I'm like, "Exactly the point." Exactly. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't know about chili feet, cheese, uh, or chili steaks. Like on my or uh, steak, it, we're uh, we do Pittsburgh the Pittsburgh East steaks. Like they're the best. It's it's a patty with French fries. I don't like coleslaw, but you put coleslaw on top of it. Uh, some cheese, probably, you know, usually. And, oh, it's amazing. Ooh. I prefer that over chili, uh, uh, chili cheesesteak. I had to realize my mouth was open and I was listening to what she was saying. I was scared, like, drool was going on. Come up here. I will take you to Primanti Brothers downtown <laughs> Pittsburgh. That's the best one. Ooh. Don't don't threaten me with a good time, sir. <laughs> don't threaten me with a good time. I don't, I don't know. I've seen Blaze's cooking. Like, I think we might have to go to his house first and then we'll work up. You're there welcome. You You're welcome. Anytime. So, Blaze, how about you? What's your favorite animal and why? <laughs> so, I was going to see a liger. It's only the most <laughs> awesome animal ever. <laughs> I, feel, I feel so connected spiritually right now. I don't know where to go with that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I haven't thought about that movie in a while. Oh, that's great. Are you crying? <laughs> <laughs> yes! Mm. Uh, mm. laughing so hard. That's oh, great. That's I love awesome. it. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. I will take it. Oh. Awesome. <laughs> and it's so oh. funny when clients will say that. It's like, you're happy when I cry, aren't you? I'm like... <laughs> yeah. Like, I love it. I, I love it. You. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or it's or it's like it's where you get that or it's uh, like oh fuck you you're so smart <laughs> so, so um <laughs> when a client can tell me to fuck off i know i'm doing a good job yes i love yeah it's like yeah right, yeah yep. I, had, I had one tell me the other day it's like oh, of course of course how do you do that all right yeah, that's go with that. Uh, <laughs> like I hate you, but I'm gonna do it. I hate it, you I hate so you. bad. I'm gonna do it, but that's my favorite line when my clients tell me they hate me. Like yeah. I hate you, and yeah, yeah. 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 I'm like, so do you want to schedule or not? They're like, of course. Right. Are you getting right? <laughs> yeah, right, right. So I guess I should answer your question for real, huh? Um, I mean, <laughs> I mean that's a cool animal. It's, it's I mean, real. It's cool. It's so yeah, it's totally a cool I've, animal. I've though. seen pictures of it. Yeah. Um. I. You know, I've always been fond of the cheetah. Um. You know, I was. Uh. You know, track was my sport. You know, coming up, I was fast and all this stuff. I used to love. And they're like, they're so majestic. Like when they're running, and I see them thinking, and when they finally catch, you know, the gazelle that they're chasing or whatever, man, it's just like it's so awesome just to watch. You know, it's the yeah. same, just like, you know, when they pounce and do all this stuff, man, it's, it's so great. And they're, I mean, they're just beautiful. It's amazing. So. That's really cool. And I like because, you know, I did 100, 200, the four by one and four by two. Okay. 
so I can't do any of those now. Um, I tried and failed. Yeah, so that's like, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm way bigger than I was. A lot of people don't believe I was, I won't be like a buck 55 in high school. Now I'm almost 100 pounds heavier. I'm blaming on the children. It's their stash like pulling it off just fine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it looks good. Is Patrick frozen again? I there am. Is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he doesn't like the animal. I know, talk. right? I know it's the animal talk. Is it too much? I don't know if I have too much open. Do I have to have my Facebook open if this is live? I don't know if it just. Oh, like, I don't know. A beautiful answer, though, Blaze. I loved it. And I went, what I was saying, you can. I go blame the children. <laughs> blame the children. It's stress eating. No doubt. That's what it is. Exactly what it is. Oh, you're not going <laughs> to eat those chicken nuggets? You're not going to eat the kill let them go to waste? No. I would pay say, for them. Exactly. One of my favorite animals that I'm always impressed with are eagles. I feel oh, like they're an incredibly spiritual being. I just love them. They're peaceful. They're majestic. They're leaders. I, I don't know. There's just like this magic about them like they just take mm. their breath away and it, yeah. it was funny ryan when you were talking about uh beanies what were they beanie babies oh my god beanie babies, beanie babies. Yeah. the thing that i Must reminded me you guys remember, i know right there. I, I can't I know, handle beanie babies. babies it's like i know right wow I blame the children, and I don't even have any. They must be, they're using all my internet, those damn kids. <laughs> they're Fortnite. Um, right. Remember Troll Dolls? With the hair? Yes. Uh, I do. I used I to do. love them. They, uh, they had the jewels in their bellies. They had the uh, jewels in their bellies. I remember those. Yeah, like the crazy, no, like you'd see them on TV. I never had one, but I do remember those. Like the stereotypical yeah. bingo lady would have them for good luck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so we do have a couple of comments. Wanted... Before I freeze again, so Amy is sharing in that the discussion is amazing. Um, hearing three insightful men talk like this is refreshing and moving. So thank you, Amy. We really appreciate the feedback. And Laura is sharing. Um, this is nice to hear from men. She watching this show? Yeah. Um, and. Laura is sharing, and yes, with anxiety and depression, feeling there is shame and there's something to fix, quote unquote. And I think that's another thing that guys do is how can I fix mm -hmm. this? I'm like, you know. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I get that all the time. Husbands. Yeah. How do, well, when my wife said, how do I fix it? Like, yeah. you can't just be there. Like, huh? Yeah. Just be there. What does that mean? Like, just sit there. However, yeah. like, do you know yeah. how I'm going to respond to that? <laughs> be like, I know this great guy who offers this workshop that gives you things to do. There you go. Called Hold Me Tight that gives you the intervention. So when you feel you need something to do, it will get. See? Yeah. That's how you get it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. But there is that desire. And I do see it more with men. I mean, I've worked with women and I know women who, you know, they want to fix the problem. Oh, yeah. But it's that idea. It's like some things you can't fix. Like you just need to be present. Yeah. And. It's okay if you don't know what to say. Cause I get, oh, I don't know what to say. I don't know the right thing to say. I'm like, nobody does. Like, just be yeah. there. Like, just you be know? there. Yeah. How can yeah. I help? Can I help? Yeah. Anything I can do? What do you yeah. need? Yeah. What, yeah. Do you need yeah. what do you need from me? Yeah. See. And it might just be like, hey, game. let me. Uh, I just can we just cuddle for the night? I'm like, cuddle yeah. for the night. That's easy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I got game. Sex. I know I got game with my only with my wife. Only with my wife. But. Uh, don't confuse cuddling with sex. It, it turn, let them come that, to you guys. Let them that, come to yeah. you. Yeah, just yeah. because she wants to cuddle with you does not mean she wants he to have sex with you. That does not give you the no. go-ahead to do that. Yeah. It's like, let her come to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> she, she said Be that. consistent um, and loving, so, and it will happen. So, 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but, but, but y'all both made good points, though, about fixing. I had to come to terms with that. I mean, I mean you think about it. I'm a first responder. So that's my that's always been my role is to fix, and I had to learn how to not be that when it comes to therapists. Yeah, when it comes come to being a therapist. Yep. Well, and it's also hard like leaving work at home or leaving work at work and being at home and doing a different a different um, perspective.
I was lucky with doing uh, CYS, DCS, whatever it's called in your local area mm-hmm. with removing kids. Like you had to learn really quick how to leave that at work, like leave yeah. that at work really fast yeah. because that was that's uh, and who if anyone's watching who does that, thank you. Uh, that is some of the hardest. No, I'm not putting anything else. There's a lot of hard jobs at too. That is one of the hardest things anybody could ever do mm-hmm. is you know having to go into homes and 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 removing or not being able to remove. Uh, so I'm very thankful that I learned that very early on in my my marriage and my career of. Yeah. you know how to because my wife be like how does that not affect you i'm like it's like I, i've learned to put a wall and not an unhealthy wall like i can mm-hmm. feel but mm-hmm. it's like i know how to distance like that's not my stuff mm-hmm. i feel bad but i'm not going to let it overwhelm me anymore because I, I've, I've been there and it's not fun <clears throat> you know and it because those things it's like i got no control over it exactly all right blazer up time? Uh, 22 22 if you could change one thing from your time in high school, what would it be? If I could change one thing from my time in high school, what would it be? I would have not tried to take the whole world on my shoulders. Mm. Um, I was it was, it was a point where, okay, so I was, I was super popular in high school because I talked to everybody. I was trying to be sure that everybody was happy. I wanted everybody to be cool. I wanted, you know, I didn't bully anybody. I would hang out with, I could hang out with any and every crowd. Um, but I also, you know, was told that I was different because of where I, where I, where I come from, I wasn't supposed to make it. I wasn't supposed to be, you know, I wasn't supposed to be, you know, graduating fifth in my class. I wasn't supposed to be class president. I wasn't supposed to be um, uh, a captain in football, a track and all that stuff. I wasn't supposed, I was supposed to fail. I wasn't supposed to be anybody. I was supposed to be in, been in jail uh, or dead, you know? And, you know, because I was different from what, <clears throat> what was expected, you know, it was a lot of pressure on me to succeed and just to keep going forward. And, you know, I was, I was the third person in my, like I said, at that time in five generations to go to college, the third person, wow. you know, to go to college, um, you know, and it was a, it's a big deal. And yeah, I was getting it from teachers and parents, but I was also putting it on myself. I was like, I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to be best. I have to be great. I have to do awesome. all of this stuff. And I felt that you know it pushed me to a point where you know and I didn't have anybody to put on that mask. I wasn't out for me. I wasn't having fun. I wasn't, you know, 